Chad. Hello and welcome to a rather sickly Shaun of the Shed. How's everyone doing? Better than me, I hope. Yes, I must apologise for my slightly weird, but let's face it, sexy voice this episode because I do have a cold, so my apologies. But hey, I am a professional, the shed must go on, and as Stephen rather helpfully said, do it Sean or you're fired. So here I am. So, what am I going to talk about in this episode? Well, today I want to circle back to smartphones, because you may remember that in the first episode of Sean of the Shed, I introduced you to the basics of the smartphone, how to use it, how to navigate around using the touchscreen. Which is all well and good, you know the hows. But what can you actually do with a smartphone? And what makes it just so essential if you're blind or visually impaired like us? Well, let's find out. Let me introduce you to apps. A double P. App. It's a strange word, isn't it? But it's one that seems to have sneaked into everyday language. Or should that be snuck? Whatever, you'll hear it all the time. It's short for the word application, which is just another word for a computer program. A piece of software which allows you to perform a specific task on a computer, or in this case, a smartphone. Everything that you do on a smartphone requires an app. If you want to make a phone call, you better open the phone app. Want to send an email? Open the mail app. Browse the web? You guessed it. Open the browser app. Now, obviously, when you take your brand new smartphone out of its box, it's going to come with these apps already on it. You want to be able to make a phone call straight away or send an email. But you're not just stuck with the apps that come with the phone. The cool thing is, you can add more. Please, sir. I want some more. What? I know, more. But why would you want more? Good question. Well, let's say your bank has its own smartphone app. And by adding it to your smartphone, you'd be able to quickly and easily check your account statement or make payments or whatever. And that's just one example. The fact is there are literally millions of apps available. And as Apple once cleverly said, no matter what you want to do, there's an app for that. And it does seem to be true no matter what it is you want to do, whether it be taking care of your bills and household finances like a responsible grown adult or making your phone play fart noises like the immature child we all are. Oh, come on, don't pretend it doesn't make you laugh. No matter what it is, there's something out there that will help you do it. Anyway, that's what I'm going to show you today, how to add an app to your smartphone. To use the technical term, it's actually how to download and install an app to your smartphone. Plus, I'm going to show you some of the amazing apps that are out there that can make such a huge difference to everyday life for us. Trust me, it's going to blow your mind. Let's download some apps.
Okay, let's do this before I sneeze out another lung. Luckily enough, it is actually very straightforward to get an app on your phone. All we need to do is use the App Store app. I know, ironic, right? But any smartphone, be it an iPhone or an Android phone, comes with an app that allows you to search for, download, and install any other app. Now, on the iPhone, it's called the App Store, and on Android phones, it's called Play Store. So let's find it and open it up. I'm going to start with the iPhone because I've got one in front of me. I have an iPhone 11, and all I'm going to do is open it up and swipe through until I find the App Store. Now, if you're unsure what the gestures are, I would suggest you go back and listen to episode one of Shaun of the Shed, and I'll show you how. All I'm doing is swiping to the right with one finger. FaceTime. Five missed FaceTime calls. Oops. Sorry, Stephen. Moving on. Calendar. Photos. Camera. Mail. Notes. Reminders. Clock. News. TV. Podcasts. App Store. Phew! And there it is, the App Store. So let's double tap with one finger to open it up. Today, Tuesday, December 14th. Heading. So there's a few different sections, if you like, to the App Store. When you first open it up, it will take you to the Today tab. It's full of things that Apple thinks you'll find interesting today, funnily enough. Let's just quickly have a swipe through. My account button. Now available. Special event button. PUBG Mobile and League of Legends team up button. Okay, I'm already bored with that. Let's go somewhere else. Now at the bottom of the screen, there are five different tabs to choose from. Tab bar selected today. Tab one of five. Games tab two of five. Apps tab three of five. Arcade one item tab four of five. Search tab five of five. As ever, feel free to have a play around, explore, see what each tab has to offer. But the one I'm interested in is search. So I'm going to double tap with one finger on that. At the top of the screen, you'll find this. Search, heading, games, apps, stories and more. Search field. Did you hear it say search field? So if you double tap here, the on-screen keyboard will pop up and you can type in the name of the app you want to search for. And actually, more than that, even if you don't know the name of the app you're looking for, you can type in keywords of the type of app you're looking for. For example, if I double tap on the search field and type visually impaired, when I double tap on the search button on the keyboard, here's what I get back. I see you. App for the visually impaired. Five stars. One ratings. Button. Ooh, that's not one I've used before. Now, there's many more results in this list, but this one's got me interested. To get more details of a certain app, just double tap. Artwork, I see you, image. I'll just quickly swipe through some of the information here. I see you, heading. App for the visually impaired, button. Get, button. Ah, the get button, that's obviously important. If I decide that I want to use this app, then double tap on the get button to download and install it on your smartphone. Now, this app doesn't cost anything, it's free bargain. But if it wasn't, instead of saying get, it would actually say the price of the app in this button. I'm going to skip through the other information on this page because I really want to get to the description about what this app actually does. 
ICU is in camera technology for the visually impaired using sound to convey descriptions of the person to the user. ICU is an assistive technology for the visually impaired using sound to convey human presence to the user. It provides a suitable number of descriptions of the human person's physical appearance. Uh, that sounds weird, but you know what? I'm curious, so I will take a look at that one later on. So I am going to download and install this app. Let's double tap on that get button back at the top of the screen. Get button. Loading. Double click to install. Okay, so what it's asking me to do here is identify myself. So to make sure it's me that's downloading this app to my phone, it's asking me to double click the side button to activate face recognition. Now, if you've got an iPhone which has a home button, it will simply ask you to rest your finger on the home button so it can scan your fingerprint. Once you've been recognized, it's done. Face ID, App Store, Heading. You'll now find that the Get button has changed to an Open button, so you can open the app and try it out. Also, when you go back to your home screen, you'll find your new app waiting for you there. Easy! We've downloaded and installed an app. Oh, and by the way, I have no idea what this ICU app is like. It may be terrible, it may be great, I just don't know yet. But as I said a little later on, I will give you some recommendations of apps you definitely should try out. Okie dokie then. So, as I said earlier, to download and install an app on an Android phone, you use the Play Store app. And the concept is basically the same as it was on the App Store app on the iPhone. There's lots of different categories and Google will recommend apps to you, but most of the time, all you want to do is search. So, I've got a Pixel 5 in front of me here. Let's unlock it and swipe through until we find the Play Store. Phone. Messages. Play Store. Wow, that was quicker. You'll usually find the Play Store in your recommended apps or towards the bottom of the screen. Let's double tap and open it up. Play Store. Selected for you. Heading. Okay, we're in the Play Store. Now, if I swipe to the right with one finger, I'll go through all the various categories. Top Charts, Heading. Kids, Heading. Events, Heading. And so on. But if I swipe to the left with one finger, eventually I'll find the Search field. Search for apps and games. Double tap to activate. Let's do that. Search for apps and games, Edit Box. Showing English UK QWERTY keyboard. Again, I'm going to type in visually impaired and then double tap the search button on the keyboard. Navigate up, button, keyboard hidden. And now we can simply swipe through all the matching search results. I'll skip past the couple of adverts at the top and get directly to the list. App, SuperSense, helps blind and visually impaired. Mediate Labs, productivity, star rating, 3.6, 50,000 plus downloads. As you can hear, it gives you quite a lot of information just in this search results screen. I quite like this over the App Store on the iPhone, to be honest. Let's swipe on through. App, Be My Eyes, See the World Together. Be My Eyes, Lifestyle, Update. Oh, we'll come back to Be My Eyes. Let's keep going. App, Right Heart, Blind and Visually Impaired Assistant. Right here, Tools, 10,000 plus downloads. Ah, this is another one I haven't seen before. Let's double tap to get more information. Details for app, right heart, blind and visually impaired assistant. Let's swipe through. Right heart, blind and visually impaired assistant. Right here. Double, downloaded 10,000 plus times. Content rating Peggy 3. Install button. And there it is, the all important install button. Just like the get button, if you like the sound of this app, double tap this to download and, well, install it. If you keep swiping through, you'll get to a description. And actually in this one, there is a video demonstrating what this app does. 
although the audio isn't great. It's really quiet, so I can't actually play it here. But you know what? It does seem cool. I want to try it out. So let's double tap that install button. Install button. Right half, blind and visually impaired assistant. Right half, blind and visually impaired assistant. Give it a minute, then swipe through again and you'll find the install button now says open. Open button. You know what? Let's quickly open it up. User tutorial. Welcome in pager. We are so happy to have you on board. Getting around in an unfamiliar environment can be an exhausting task sometimes free period. That is exactly why we built right half. Let's start by introducing this app special modes. Next button out of pager. Yeah, definitely sounds interesting. I will check that one out. So there you go. We now know how to download and install apps on the iPhone and Android. But with so many apps to choose from, how do you know which ones to use? Well, I'm glad you asked. Okay, prepare yourselves because this is my personal pick of the apps that I think are just essential and should be on absolutely everyone's phone. They're the apps I use every single day. And to be quite honest, they just make my life easier. Let's kick off with Seeing AI. Now, currently, this app is only available for the iPhone, but hopefully it will come to Android soon. It's made by Microsoft, and I've got to say, it's a really simple app. It's free, and you'll find it, as I said, in the Apple App Store by searching for Seeing AI. That's S-E-E-I-N-G, and the letter A, and the letter I which stands for Artificial Intelligence. But what does it do? Well, you know what? Let's just open it up and I'll show you. Seeing AI, menu, button. As I said, the interface is really simple. There's not much here. Let me just swipe through. Quick help, button. Recognizing English, button. Channel, short text, adjustable. Now this is the meat of the app, the channels. Each one of these channels, in air quotes, does a different task. There's nine altogether, and the first one, as you heard, is called Short Text. And to be honest, this is the channel I use 99% of the time. It's amazing. As the name suggests, it's for reading short bits of text. All you need to do is point the camera of your phone at anything, and if there's any text on it, it'll read it aloud to you. And I don't mean you have to take a picture and wait around. It does it in real time. It's just so quick. I'll show you. I've got some things I've grabbed out of my food cupboard here. And if I grab a tin, let's point the camera at it and see what it says. Morrison's. Since 1899. Controlled. One slash five. A day. Oh, now come on. How quick was that? There's no audio editing being done here. This is shown in real time. And if I just keep rotating the can, seeing AI will just keep shouting out whatever text it sees. Espechutbian spinach soup. Serving contains one portion five a day. Vegetables. As part of a healthy diet, aim to eat five portions of fruit or vegetables a day. Remember, greed can induce all count. Ingredients. Chickpeas, 19%. Now, it's not always 100% accurate, but it always gives you enough information that you can work out exactly what it is you're holding. I use this for reading address labels on parcels, on letters. I've used it to see what an error message or a startup message was on a computer screen. It's just so useful. Anyway, I'll calm down. Let's move on. Swiping up or down with one finger will move you through the channels list. So let's see what the next one is. Document. Document. Now these channels are labelled really well because 
it does exactly what it says it does. You would use this if you want to read a letter or some sort of printed document, and you want it to be as accurate as possible. When you're on the document channel, you will find a Take Picture button added to the screen, and it will also tell you when the document is in the right position in the camera frame. It's really handy. Now, I would love to do a demo of all the channels in Seeing AI, but it seems like my voice is failing me. So before it goes all together, I'll quickly run through and tell you what the other channels do. The product channel allows you to scan barcodes to get more information on a product. The person channel tells you when there's people around you and how far away they are from you. Also, you can train it to recognize faces and give names to those people. The currency channel will recognize banknotes and tell you what they are. It can recognize various currencies from around the world. There's also the scenes channel, which allows you to take a picture of the environment you're stood in, and it will tell you what objects are around you, such as a computer or a desk or a washing machine or a microwave, for example. Next, there's the color identifier channel. As you'd expect, it simply tells you the color of the thing you point the camera at. Now, if I was popular enough to receive Christmas cards, I could try the next channel called Handwriting. And this will try to recognize handwritten text and read it to you, which is cool. And finally, we have Light Detection. This plays an audible tone so you know when a light is on or off. So, as you can see, seeing AI really is the Swiss army knife, the multi-tool of assistive apps. There's just so many things it can do. And as I said, I do use it every single day. Now I can hear all you Android users out there saying, what about us? Well, don't worry. There are some very, very similar apps available for Android. Try searching for Google Lookout or Envision, spelled E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N, or SuperSense. So there's two more apps I really must mention before I go. They're both available for iPhone and Android, and I'm not exaggerating when I say they are game changers to us. While apps like Seeing AI or Google Lookout use machine learning, artificial intelligence to try and figure out what we're looking at, what the text says, or what a certain object is, there are times when really you just need another pair of human eyes. And that's exactly what Ira and Be My Eyes allows you to do. Both of these apps are able to connect you to a real life human being. And through the app, they can see whatever you're pointing the camera at. And you can ask them whatever question you want. What's this? What does that say? Where are my keys? Where am I? Whatever the question is, you can ask a real person. It's like having your own personal assistant in your pocket. Ugh. Now, there are some differences between these two apps. Be My Eyes is completely free. And the people you connect to and help you on that app are all volunteers. Whereas Ira has a paid subscription model. Now, you can use it for free, but there is a limit to only five minutes a day. So if you want to use it longer than that, you will need to pay. The reason for this is that the people you connect to with Ira are all Ira staff. They're professionals. They've received training. They know some of the issues that we deal with as visually impaired people. 
Plus, they can do a few more extra things, such as control your phone to take a picture or turn on the flashlight or even remote control your computer to help you with a problem you may be having. Or with your permission, of course. With all that said, I've got to say that I've never had any problems using Be My Eyes. Every volunteer I've spoken to has been incredibly helpful and polite. At the time of recording this, there's 5.4 million, yes, that's million volunteers on the Be My Eyes app. And around 360,000 blind and visually impaired users of the app. Which means whatever time of day you use this app, you always get a quick response. And likewise, with Ira, I find the staff to be really good. You'll find they'll go that extra mile to get you the help that you need. For example, I was trying to figure out the buttons on a microwave oven, and my Ira agent went off, downloaded the manual for it, and went through every page and explained it all to me. Amazing! As I said, these apps, for me at least, really are game changers and can get you out of some tricky situations. So you should definitely test these out. Search your app store for Ira, spelled A-I-R-A, or Be My Eyes, exactly how it sounds. B-E space M-Y space E-Y-E-S. And I think I'll wrap it up there while I can still talk Again, guys, I do apologize for my voice and having to cut it a little short this month. But hey, if you do want some more information and maybe a demonstration of anything I've talked about today, email me, feedback at ami.ca. And as ever, test it out. Search the App Store for visually impaired apps and see what you can find. There's so many great apps out there, such as Soundscape for the iPhone, Blind Square, KNFB Reader, games like Dice World. That's great. So, welcome to the world of apps. Go mad, and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.
Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Juita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.